going on? It's Max. You know there's no better way to start your Saturday morning than with my friend Dr. Clapper and the Weekend Warrior Show. What's going on, L.A.? This is Kobe Bryant. Dr. Clapper says measure twice, cut once. Start your weekend off right. Listening to the Weekend Warrior Show with Dr. Clapper. Il Dr. Clapper dice, misura due volte, taglia una sola volta. Every Saturday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. on ESPN, 710, home of your Los Angeles Lakers. Back, Weekend Warriors. Love this guy. Can't even sing along. That's how well you know someone has talent. You try to sing along with them. They keep singing and you've stopped because they can hold their breath that much longer. It's like a surfer holding your breath under the water. Amazing. By the way, did you hear Alan Moore? He talks like me. I talk like him. Water. Idea. Soda. Love it. That's a New York accent. That's a far Rockaway accent. All right, let's do some calls. The lines are lit up. Got plenty of stories more to tell. Let's go to Mark in Culver City. You're on with Dr. Clapper. How can I help? Hey, Dr. Clapper, thanks for having me on. Oh, Love my, your show. Pl- my pleasure, and thank you. Thank you for listening. How young are you? What do you do for a living? I am 28 years old, and I'm a mechanical design engineer. Oh, wow. Where'd you go to school? I went to school at UCSD. Um, I was on the rowing team there. Wow. I played baseball in high school and loved all sports pretty much. Did you surf? I do surf, yeah. It's, did, did you surf at I, Black's I live up Beach? In LA now. Did you surf at Black's oh, Beach? Oh, yeah, big time. Can oh, I, yeah. Can, uh, can I ask you a question? Because it's, yes. it's a nude beach, Black's Beach. Were you ever out there surfing <laughs> and looking not towards the horizon for the waves, but turning your board to look at the beach? Did that ever happen to you, Mark? No, if I, if I did that, then I'd get pummeled by a <laughs> six-foot wave. So I can't really do that. I was the out there on a nine-foot longboard getting hammered while everyone else yeah. yeah, the problem with a nine-foot longboard, Mark, I'll tell you right now, is it's too big to duck dive, and it's too little to turtle. So that's about the worst yeah. size board you could possibly ride. Uh, so I know exactly what you're talking about. And my friend Alan Moore is wondering, uh, he, he's not going to surf because he's fa- afraid of the sharks. Let me tell you something, Mark. When you pull that car of yours, your truck, with that surfboard sticking out the back, into the parking lot, and now for the first time you get a glimpse of the waves. I can tell you, if they're peeling and it's glassy, there could be a barracuda, a killer whale swimming. I don't care. I don't think about it. I just yeah. want to get in the ocean, right? Do you understand that? Yeah, I totally understand that. Yeah, unbelievable. All right, I'm so happy to talk to you. What did you think about listening to Doc Ball building his own surfboard with Greg Knoll admiring it and building his own waterproof housing for his camera. How great was Doc Ball for all of us surfers? Unfortunately, I didn't get to hear his whole segment, but what I did hear was pretty incredible. Yeah, listen to the podcast. You don't want to miss it. He he really is yeah. the most underrated hero. And we got a lot in surfing. Duke Kahanamoku, Bruce Brown, Greg Knoll. We've got a lot of them, but I would say the stem cell, the guy who really started it all, was a dentist, Doc Ball, who, it's so hilarious to hear Greg, I'm going to play this for you, listen to Greg Knoll talking about Doc Ball's surfboard that he he built himself, you're not going to a surf shop in 1930, you got to build your own board, listen to him admiring and critiquing the redwood board that Doc Ball built for himself. Listen to this. You know, so 
these are these boards, according to those guys, are just as accurate as the boards. I mean, they were right there, and they're just as accurate as uh, the boards they would have shaped. Uh, what are we talking about? 1930. I can't find no mathematician, but that's a while back. And the tail, basically, on the thing is real flat. And uh, the template shape speaks for itself. The bottom's real flat. There was no fin on this board, so the thing that kept it from side slipping is basically the weight of the board going through the water. The boards didn't. Can you imagine, Mark, how great that must feel where you take redwood, glue them together, and then shape the very board you're going to now surf on? That's like next level orgasmic, right? That's amazing. You, yeah. bet, you better put on that surfboard a cup of coffee and a cigarette because when you get out there, it is unbelievable experience. I feel like George Costanza... You know, when he put the bologna sandwich under the pillow when he's having sex with that girl. That's how, that's amazing. You, you want to put all your joys together in one act. You shape your own surfboard and go take it out. Come on. That's unbelievable. All right. How can I help you? I'm going to keep talking. I'm going to run out of time. I won't be able to help you. <laughs> okay. So uh, the main sports that I'm playing now are golf, tennis. I play pickleball and basketball. Mm -hmm. About a year and a half ago. So I'm, I'm right-handed playing all those sports except for golf. I'm left-handed. About a year and a half ago, my forearm, the top of my forearm right below the elbow, yep. started becoming unstable when I do delicate things such as putting and hitting a pickleball, which mm -hmm. is much lighter than, a, than using a tennis racket. Yes. That's pretty much the only time that I feel the shaking. So to compensate for that, I now putt right-handed on the golf course. I don't really play pickleball much anymore. Um, yeah, I've just been trying to figure out how to fix this. I tried using a TheraBand, mm -hmm. but I think that made it a little bit tighter, maybe. Mm. I'm not sure. Do you have any numbness or tingling into your fingers? Not really. It's more of just I feel like I need to stretch it all the time, but it, it does go into my fingers a little bit. And when I now take your hand, your arm, and make you go palms up, is it on the thumb side of your elbow with your palms up? Or is it on the pinky side of your elbow, palms up? It's on the thumb side. Okay. So you have a classic tennis elbow. Classic. What is a tennis okay. elbow? There are three muscles in your forearm that anchor themselves to the end of your humerus bone. It's not very funny, but it's the humerus bone, which is a right above your elbow. They're called the brachioradialis the extensor carpi radialis longus and extensor carpi radialis brevis. The brevis, these three muscles allow you to extend your wrist, which is needed to hold a racket, to hold a golf club, to hold a corona, whatever it is that you want to do with that wrist and hand of yours, you need to contract those muscles. And guess what happens? They pull themselves, the brevis, pulls itself right off of the bone. It's called lateral epicondylitis, better known as a tennis elbow. Number one, I don't want anyone giving you a cortisone shot. Number two, I don't want anybody charging you for platelet-rich plasma or stem cells. Forget about it. Don't get talked into that because it doesn't work, okay? And it actually can be harmful, the cortisone can. So none of that. They sell forearm bands. As we say in Far Rockaway, forget about it. Don't, you're not having a forearm and you're not having a splint. You have a degeneration. And you don't need surgery for this, by the way. You have a okay. degeneration 
of the muscle itself. It's not inflamed, it's degenerating. Even though you're young, it's an overuse that your body is just not getting to where you want it to be yet. So, I want you to go to the Big Five or some sporting goods store. I think they're the only one left. Everybody else went out of business. And buy yourself a five-pound dumbbell. And I want you to hold the dumbbell palm down with the dumbbell facing the ground, palms down. Support your forearm on the table, okay? And I want you now to extend your wrist with the dumbbell. Do a few pumps, and trust me, you're going to go, ow, that hurts. Put the dumbbell down. Uh, An hour or two later, pick up the dumbbell, pump it again till it's fatigued, till it hurts. Put it down. I need you to do this four or five times during the day. What you'll be doing is strengthening the muscles that remain. Ain't going to happen overnight. It's going to take you probably three, four weeks. But I'm telling you, Mark... Not only will your pain go away, but it ain't coming back again. This is what you're going to do. And I'm telling you, you're not my first rodeo. This is going to get you better. If God forbid, what is it now, February, you'll do this February. If April comes along and you've done what I said, and God forbid, which you're going to be fine, but if you still had pain, you need to call me again. All right? Okay. All right, Mark? Okay. Listen. I'll be doing it every day. you're, You're a total stranger to me, which I love. You now today, go find a total stranger. You go do something nice for them like I just did for you. That's how you be thanking me. All right? Will we'll do. Thanks so much. Right. You're amazing, Dr. Topper. Love your show. All right. Thanks for listening, and thanks for the kind All words. Right. And I'm doing it so I know people like you are listening. So God bless you. Have a great day, and go Rams.